We are the ultimate bad review. Roll camera. Camera rolling. Roll sound. South speed. You look in the camera and Runa take, you're dead. Marcus! Action! You know Quentin Tarantino? I love his movies. I fucking hate Forrest Gump. There's nothing left for our kinds of movies. Take back the screen! The Directors Guild of America will bring down its swift sword of justice on you rank amateurs. The enormity of their stupidity is just overwhelming. Yeah, right off the bat, I mean, talk to me. I personally don't know why. It didn't rub me completely the wrong way. But I, I, I just don't really get the hype around it. I, I Maybe I get that. I saw it today, so. Yeah, I, I try not to spoil it. I haven't. I'll see it on Friday. <laughs> no, I no spoilers. I don't. Yeah, spoilers I think this free. would be a hard movie to spoil. It's 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 true. It's a good. I thought it was like for me. I was shocked that this was an actual scary movie. I feel like we keep going to these horror movies and they keep letting us down. Right. They're kind of like lame and they they're almost trying to be more funny than they are trying to be scary. And I feel like this movie was not trying to be funny. It is like almost painful to watch and i get why people compare it to hereditary it's not quite as good they're not ari aster but they are like this is better than i expected i I don't know i'm curious what you would think nick because i feel like you would i i don't know i'm i'm definitely here's the thing i'm very excited to see it but I'm also very, I'm very nervous about it for, for, but not for the movie itself. Like when I saw the trailer for it, I was like, this looks great. But I'm also on that side of like, I've been seeing a lot of horror movies in theaters in the past year and a half, two years and been like, these are awful. I don't know what's going on. Making a horror movie. Not, I don't want to be like, it's easy, but like, it's a, it's not a, a particularly difficult thing. You just need to find a niche pocket that scares an audience and then do something like not boring with it. And not try to make it weirdly topical, not try to make it funny, not just like put put your audience in a situation that they can't get out of and scare them while they're in the theater. And I don't know why directors have been so bad at it lately. But when the trailer dropped, it looked great. And then I, we found out like collectively that the movie was made by like YouTubers. And I was like, ooh, that yeah. that's a heavy blow. <laughs> And I was like, all right, how bad could it be? And then we started, Matt started going through like their videos on YouTube of like, we photobombed a McDonald's commercial, yeah. and it was like, oh, all these people should commit suicide. These yeah, are awful. I didn't like a lot of yeah, they were very. Cringe. And then, and then you one day like posted in our group chat like a video of like the behind the scenes, not the behind the scenes of just like like a little mini doc of like, hey, we made it. And as soon as they were like, this is us surprising our dad, I was like, oh, I hate these people. And then like the the fake CGI shit that they're like, isn't this fun and cute, cool and original? And I was like, these people fucking suck. Like this movie could be great, but these people need to disappear. Like this is this is awful. But I don't want to let that like my opinion, my like complete and utter yeah. lack of respect for these degens ruin my ruin the the prospect of the movie because the movie still looks good and it looks very original, yeah. while also still like kind of like grabbing this sort of campiness from like early two thousands horror movies where it's like you get this phone call. And then you hear your death, and then you die. Like, it has that same... In my mind, when I see the trailer, it looks like it's going to be one of those movies, but, like, with A24 behind it, so it's actually going to, like, 
yeah. have a reason and it's actually going to be scary and it's not just going to be a bunch of people having sex with each other and then randomly dying yes right so i mean I, according to what you're looking for i think that that talk to me will will deliver yeah um, I, I was thinking now, i mean the same I, thing. I don't i don't want to overhype it you know we'll just cut it at that but i'm at like a 50 right now yeah. like i like i'm at like i'm not not particularly excited to see it but i'm not like oh fuck this and it's also like it's a tight 90 it's a tight yeah. 90 horror movie. I have Regal Pass. It's like free movie for me. It's not, it's really not going to be any anything crazy. How packed was the theater today? When you it saw was it? me and then two other uh, groups of three. Okay. So seven people total. It's and the, same the entire mind. trailers, they were like talking very loud and like laughing and like yeah. joking on the trailers. Hell yeah. And I was so nervous. But then like. The moment the movie started, we all, like, locked in and jumped at the same time. It was a very, like, exciting group of people. That's sick. Yeah. Right. It, was, it was a lot of fun. I will say that right before we started recording, the merch was brought up. Have you seen the merch for no. this movie? So, actually, yes, I have, because I'm an A24, like, member. It's literally they, the same, I got, like, early access. It's literally it. the same, like, style that they did for Hereditary. And yeah. I've got the, the... I have the Hereditary sweatpants. Like, I... Loved that merch drop. Isn't it with like online ceramics? Yeah, on? and yeah. anything online ceramics normally puts out yeah. like I'm I'm on top of. I prefer to buy directly from online ceramics. They typically run better deals. Yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> then do the A24. Yeah, website? A24 website usually upcharges like another like 15, 20 bucks. Online ceramics is still pretty expensive, but it's it's definitely cheaper than buying directly through A24. I've got um, I I bought like my my last Silent Hill merch drop from them the one that has like the that i wear all the time that has like the the logo for the strip club in silent hill 2 and it's got um maria on the back and it's like do i look like a ghost online ceramics and i was like this is sick as fuck that was worth 70 bucks like i was totally fine dropping money on that and uh, honestly i love i love online ceramics and partially i'm like i really need talk to me to be good because if it is, I would love to like. I would love to yeah. grab something. Like they did stuff for Green Knight, uh, yeah. Midsummer. I have I have the Midsummer crew neck that they did. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, I I really like the merch drops that A twenty four typically does. It's just usually they're very like f- like flash in the pan. You'll see them and then forty eight yeah. hours, it's all gone. <laughs> they're, yeah, gone. they're gone. Yeah. Now I will say I don't know why. I, I I didn't know it was online ceramics, but at the same time, it did kind of rub me as youtuber looking like but that but that's just me i mean some of the, some of the shirts for sure did not look like youtuber because, i get that because, though because they were just frames oh, like youtube from the merch movie. you're yeah. saying that's not yeah, that's for funny. sure so it's i get like, that like, that's why it's like some of it i think yeah. is, is is okay when it's just a frame a still frame from a movie great yeah. when it's just a poster great like when it's not super involved great but when it's like a bunch of repetition and even I fall into this problem as as, as whenever I design stuff like on clothes. Um, there's a fine line between like what's in and what's interesting, I guess is the right. best way to put it. So it just came across as like, you know, YouTubers made a movie and then 48 hours later they had merch. It's like, get it while it's still here. And I was just like, yeah, I no. see what you mean. I gotcha. What? So. Let me ask you this because I've been wanting to do this with you for a while. Do you think you would ever like sit down and do like make your own horror movie and what would it entail? Wow. I mean, yes. This is my invitation by the way of like, hey, like I've got a camera and like nothing but time. That's <laughs> like, true. I mean, I yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't mind making a horror movie. I think I I think it would be really fun. I think it would be challenging too. I would want 
to make something that was fun to make. Let's put yeah. it that way. If it if it if it's like kind of hard to make, um, which can be part of the fun, depending. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Like I I thought I thought it would be kind of fun to make something that was like homage to that that grindhouse yeah. style. That's just very over the top and cheesy and you get it's like the charm is that nobody knows how to act so it's like if someone's like trying too hard you have to be like okay maybe this person's not the right call because it's, or it's like they're they're detracting opposite them. end of the spectrum they're trying so hard oh, that it's, it's coming off like right. kind of yeah. ridiculous yeah, and, and, and then you're like you're you're just trying to pull that out of them and so yes. they're like am i doing it right you're like perfect you're you don't even need to change kind of the way that like bruce campbell does like you know like his earlier stuff where like he's so over the top and there's like this cast of people that are like kind of like looking at the camera like Oh no! The the dead are evil and it's scary and you've got him just being like, ah, yeah. oh my god! <laughs> exactly. It's like you really just need to know how to frame people like that and it's perfect, right? Like I would love to make something like that for sure. You should. We should. We should talk. The shot in the chaser okay. should do its own like horror okay. movie. That could be something super fun that I'm, we do. I'm totally down. I was yeah. literally just thinking the other day about a movie that my my cousins and I made that that, that was called Resident Evilness. And it was it was a what? terrible zombie movie, but it was supposed to be funny and stupid. Yeah. And it, it actually does have some some really hilarious scenes that that just kind of live run free in my mind. Um, I played this this character. Shout out to Nathan because he's a he's a star in this movie too. Um, but I played this character that um, I think it's Labman is my name, and like I get I get my arm bitten off, and I think in like in the first five minutes of the movie. You think I die, and then I come back at the very end. <laughs> like, Yo, where is this movie? Where can we watch this? I think I might be able to find it. I think it's on um, Just Watch or no, 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 what no, the no, no, fuck? No, not, not not Just Watch, Vimeo, Vimeo. Somewhere, okay, okay, okay. Somewhere floating. Damn, that's like kind internet. of elite. <laughs> yeah, so it's um, it's a little bit of a tucked under the the rug. But if I ever find it, I'll just send you guys the the guys the link, and I'll just be like, watch this this stupidity unfold. I don't know if you'll be able to make it throughout the whole thing. You guys but... had to sit through Ghost Fellas. I think that I can sit through Resident <laughs> Evilness. <laughs> no yeah, man, nothing, nothing you made was was ever insufferable ever. I've never. That's just that not, clearly you've never sat through the ninety minute cut of Blue Eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you bring that up, I'm just like. <laughs> Did you have 90 minutes? But I love it. How the I fuck did, did I have 90 minutes indeed? How do you think I fucking felt? And I was so proud of that movie. I was like, this is it. This is like, I have no idea how to make a movie. I'm like, this is my Sundance moment. And I, every time I think about that movie, I'm like, why did no one just stop this? Anybody could have at any given moment be like, dude, no, like this, we're, yeah. we're dude, putting a stop to this right now. It's because that is, to me, like the longer I, I I dive into movies, it's so funny. Like I can watch so many blockbusters because like I I started on the opposite end of this. Right. Like, the movie had to be so big and so expensive and so quote realistic. Unquote. Right. You know it has to meet all these standards. And now I'm like, if you just make a movie and you liked making it, then that's cinema because because like <laughs> it, like there's really there's really no I don't even know if I would say that. <laughs> Yeah, right. yeah. That, movie, that movie was hell and i don't know why the 90 minute version is cut up too like the, i had like two hour movie and i was like no i'm gonna cut it to 90 and then by the time it hit the festival it was seven minutes like, oh, <laughs> it's the worst oh my we God. absolutely at some point 
should do it for the shot. I would love to. I agree. We literally make two movies, and we and we just watch them both back to back. That would rock. I would absolutely love that. That'd be great. Joey, you need to be involved too, bro. Come on, man. Make a movie, Joey. You got a phone. Make a movie with us. Help us. All right. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I don't know if I want to. I don't know if I want to be a part of this. Kind of sounds like hell. I don't know. If this is the thing I, I want to do. Yeah, I, dude, I we know. could make who uh, a who killed Captain Alex. Yeah. Listen, man. Which wait, which I'm not saying like, you know, if they could do movie, a movie, 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 movie. Exactly, perfect movie to me. I, I love IMO. Movie. If you <laughs> haven't seen it, it's free on YouTube. They, when that uh, word of life, we had to make a movie for the tech team. Like it, like you were given like a Canon camera and a, like a, there was like three people on a team, and uh, whoever like won got to be on the video team. But I didn't want to be on the video team because I was lame. I wanted to be on the tech team, but I won. Oh holy shit! Yeah. What, what are you yeah, doing? Yeah. What was it? Was, your... Well, it wasn't very was, good, but was it was plot? everyone was very bad. Oh shit! It was like um, we we had like these blueprints to something, and they it was like it was trying to be funny but like the blueprints got stolen by like a you could like see the fish wire attached to the piece of paper and it gets like yanked out the window oh, and oh, and we like i'm trying to like who are we inspired by but like this is definitely like taken from someone we look at the camera we're like oh no what happened to the blueprints like something <laughs> like that yeah, that's awesome that's another one that i'm gonna have to see i would yeah, love to i would love I, to I have that somewhere if we, if we can locate all these movies Maybe not the yeah. Blue Eyes ninety minute cut, but hey man, I I have I know exactly where that is. In I could pull garden, it up at any given moment. In the garden we planted yeah. fear. In the garden we planted fear was the first forty eight hour film festival that's, movie that we that's did. One of my favorites. That one was a lot of fun. It's yeah. the next time you see Jared, you should ask him about. He never brings it up, and I don't know why. He him and his friends did this movie called When They Come, oh. and it was a horror movie. And the first time I watched, it, I was like, "That was really good," and he was like, "You didn't get it." And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, you didn't get it. You don't get what the, you didn't get the bit. And I was like, there's a bit. I had to watch it like three times before like he finally like told me. But every line of the movie is about, uh, is, is a quote from Thin Lizzy's The Boys Are Back in Town. <laughs> That's awesome. And the whole thing was that when they come, it's the boys. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, and it's so good. It's that. actually awesome. so good. That's so creative. That's, I love that. That's awesome. I would love to, I would love to get him on, on with, with that movie at some point. As He's made some people, wild ones. As many people as we can run our, you know, in production horror movie by. Yeah. Like, I, would, uh, <laughs> I would love to, to, to get yeah. anyone and, and, and everyone's take on it. And um, whether it takes us a long time, whether it takes us a short time, Whatever, I'm down. I just think the shot in the chaser needs to run its own film festival. I think that's that would the, be fun as hell. That's dude. the yeah. crucial moment of just like, hey, are you tired of seeing movies that suck ass? Watch all these movies that we make yeah, exactly. and yeah. decide for yourself how much you respect us even less, yeah, even less than you did like, before the festival began, listen, bro. If if Harmony if if Harmony Kareen can make Gummo, then we can yeah. make whatever the hell. For for sure, for sure. I feel like I could literally do a movie of me like having like violent diarrhea, and it would be more well received than the ninety minute cut of Blue Eyes. Right, yeah, that's true. All you gotta do, like, especially if we're gonna make it like Gummo, you just have to like in the middle of you taking a shit, it just starts playing really atmospheric music, and it just has voiceover. Where yeah, you're like, I don't know where I am. 
why am I doing this? Yeah, exactly. People would be like, artistic. Yeah, it's like, wow. Whereas Blue Eyes, it was just like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Who the fuck okayed this? Why did anybody take time out of their day to be part of this? It's true. I also feel like the more movies you watch, in theory, the more you have to pull from. For sure. Which is which is pretty cool to, to just look back and to be like, there's a lot of movies I would like to pay homage to. Yeah. But don't you guys feel like... Uh, Knowing how like the sausage is made in that type of terms like might ruin it for you. Like, I get that trying to make a movie like it seems like it's very painful and it almost ruins people. Like it kind of does. Most actors you can tell they don't watch movies. Like the, like when like Timothy dumb. Chalamet was talking about his favorite movie. I think he said it was like Top Gun last year, and it was like obviously this man has not watched that many movies. <laughs> That's for true. sure that's true for yeah. sure i will say that he was in better movies honestly I, I will say going back to who killed captain Cap, captain alex i do think that it's just based on if you can make it fun which, i guess you know and it's like you don't have to be like it's a blast the whole time but you know as long as you're not running i guess like uh a work camp like on set then, then <laughs> yeah then, then then it should be fine but i mean I, at the same time i would know, hope <laughs> At the same time, you do have to consider that, and I, I was thinking about this last week, I wanted to run it by you guys, like, how do actors in, or just people in general in, in Hollywood feel about movies? And I, I do think that it is very similar to how people within corporate jobs feel about their, their jobs. It's like, it really is just a big corporation, and yeah. that's and that's why you have people like Leonardo DiCaprio, yeah. you know, and we're going to get into to, to The Revenant, but... In reality, a lot of stars could only or only need to make really one hit, and then they, in theory, never have to do it again. But they keep doing it. Why? Why is that? So it's like, it, it to me, it's I mean, lots of different reasons you could throw out. But I simply think it's just because it is like their nine to five job, and why else yeah. would they want to do anything else? So like, therefore, it kind of, I, I don't know. What, like, what do you guys think? I think that? like rich people want to be richer at all costs. And they want the power. And if you're the m- most powerful actor, like a Leonardo, I think that kind of gets to your head. It I think is especially, I think Leo is a great example of that. Because I think he is probably not the best person in re- real life. I no, like. no. Probably <laughs> not a great yeah, person IRL. They, they don't it's, even it's, feel like real human beings, I feel like. Which man, is a weird thing to say. But like being no, so, true. They know how to pretend to be real true. human beings. Yeah. But like they can't actually be real human beings which i mean i think that's a i think that that is an interesting topic because it's like how do i trust an actor your whole job is to pretend to be a completely different person yeah. which is always weird when people are like well this actor said this i'm like this what said what this yeah. who said what this actor this person that is literally paid to lie in front of a camera all right, of the time right, like yeah. I, and I, 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 I'm not saying that I think that actors are, like, not genuine people or anything yeah. like that. They're liars all the fucking time. No, not, no. Not that this is not an Alex but, Jones take. It's yeah. just, like, I, I think that it's um, it, it's an interesting topic. And I, 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 I'm not saying, like, I can tell the difference. But there are definitely times where, like, some an actor will say something and you're like, I know that you don't think that. Yeah, right. <laughs> that is right. not a thing you just said and you meant it. But That's what your PR right. team told you to say. Exactly. Yeah. Right. But I understand why they have a PR team because yeah. this really is just their job and they have to create such a stark contrast between real life and their corporate yeah. Yeah. Hollywood job or like corporate Hollywood brand or persona, whatever you want to say. 
I mean, it kind of makes sense. And I mean, I'm not saying that I'm advocating for it, but I find it really interesting that in reality, cinema could be this gateway for millions upon millions upon millions of people to enter in, make a big movie, make it out big, and then exit. And then it's the next person's time in line. But instead, we have fuckers like Tom Hanks, Leo, Will Smith, who just... Keep spitting Keep out movies, making yeah. movies, which, and they which, like, and they're not directors too. Directors are, are are problematic for this as well because you have really shitty ones and then you have really good ones. I understand why we're we keep milking yeah. the same cow. I understand they're making good milk using the the, 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 the cow reference, but um, it's it's just kind of sad because I like looking at things like Who Killed Captain Alex. I feel like variety. Did you watch Who Killed Captain Alex in the last forty eight hours? I know, right? I should have. You brought it up like know, multiple times. Lot, yeah. I think I think I've just been thinking about it a lot because I read your review and it was it was a very inspiring review. But that's how I feel about Who Killed Captain Alex to a T. Is that it's like when I watch that movie, not only is it funny, not only is it like obviously a, an awesome action movie. Um, it not only is it super entertaining, but the whole time I was just convinced of, or just enthralled by cinema's power to be like, you can make something so simple and it's so impactful and you don't have to yeah. make this over the top action movie to, to necessarily reach my soul. Yeah. And that's very, that, that goes a lot further than maybe something like an inception. That's like, well, it took millions of dollars to reach my soul. Yeah. Whereas who killed Captain Alex? It was a two hundred dollar movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, and it was, and it's free. Like, it's yeah, you can it's literally watch on it on YouTube. I, I'm almost nervous to watch it the way you guys talk about it. Like, well, I'm yes, so scared I, that it, it's not going to be the greatest thing it ever made. It's just like a, a home <laughs> video. Yeah, it, it is very. That's what's that. scary. But like, but like, here, like, so how good mean, can it be? Oh, dude, dude, I've probably seen Who Killed Captain Alex like nine times at this yeah, point. I own it on, I own it on DVD, signed by the whole cast and crew. I, I love that movie. That's one movie so you guys taught, like, will always reference too. Like, it is obviously made a like an indent on you because yeah, it's like forever. because forever. what it represents is like you do you don't and I said it in my in my letterbox review you don't need a million dollars and a, and yeah. a thousand studios backing you. You literally just need to have like the drive and like the willpower to do it. Because yeah. when I, I recently I, I watched a documentary over the weekend um, called Once Upon a Time in Uganda. And it was a it was a documentary about the people that made Who Killed Captain Alex, and they're literally living in like this slummy village in Uganda. And this guy just has a camera, outdated editing software, and he was like, "I just like making movies." And he's like, he's like "I don't I don't care if anybody sees it. Yeah, I'm just gonna make so the cool. movie." And they're, at one point, they're literally like, "I think he's made 47 movies in 11 years." Wow. Yeah. Wow. And he's literally like, he's not made it. He hasn't made a cent off of any of his movies. Wow. And and Who Killed Captain Alex, I think, has two million views on YouTube. You can watch that movie with no ads on YouTube. Yep, all the way through. How long is it? It's like seventy minutes. Yeah, yeah it's, that's it's even super cool. fast. Yeah. All right, I I'm gonna watch. It. I would say it's the most action-packed movie I've ever seen in my entire life. There's not a moment where it stops, bro. Yeah. It just you just have to be you have to go, go in with an open mind because yes, I remember the first yes, time I watched yes. it, I was like something's wrong because I was like this this can't be really what the movie is because yep. there's a guy commentating over the whole, <laughs> movie. the whole movie and I thought that like that was like maybe like a YouTube thing, but even in the documentary, they're like, no, like we shot the movie and he's like. He's like, we had the action, now we needed the fun. Yeah. And so, and he said, uh, what was it? I think he called him uh, VJ, his name is VJ Emmy, voice jockey Emmy. Was this, he's like, he's like a comedian in their, in their village. And he was like, yeah. this guy's funny, everybody thinks he's funny, 
I'll have him commentate over the movie. And he is funny as hell. He is, does it in English or yeah, English, oh. yeah. But it's, but it's, it's so awesome. funny because like I think every fifteen minutes of the movie. He'll like stop it and be like, "You are watching Who Killed the Captain Alex?" Dude, I love it. <laughs> movie, just, great, yeah. big action movie, and you're just like, "Yeah, let's go!" <laughs> Tiger Commando, go! <laughs> Tiger Mafia, yeah, Deadly Commandos on a mission. Like it's so funny. And randomly, Whoa. and randomly, he'll just start laughing. Yeah, he'll just go ha ha all the time, or just like, oh, like you know, like he'll like react to shit happening, <laughs> or like, oh, he killed that guy. Like, yeah, it's, oh my like, god, it's so it's awesome. But it was, like, the first time, yeah, the first, first time I watched it, I was, like, it starts off, like, I don't want to say boring, but the first, like, 15 minutes, you're, like, I don't get it. Like, I don't know, like, what I'm missing, what's going on. And then he starts being, like, trust me, action is coming. Yeah, Just <laughs> give it a minute. You'll know it when it's happening. And you hear that first gunshot go off. And he literally goes, like, what the fuck? Yeah, and then yeah. the <laughs> next hour of the movie is just guns yeah like explosions it's, and, like, yeah, people, like, guns explosions and so everybody's weird. doing kung fu yeah, which he comments weird. on it one point he's like everybody in Uganda knows kung fu like, yeah, it's so good man wow it's, I love it. that's incredible it's an actually so genius cool. movie <laughs> I cannot recommend it up. I'm actually thinking about watching one of his other movies tonight after after oh, Molly goes to bed oh yeah if oh my god if you can find them like if they're just on YouTube bad, like, the, the one right after who killed Captain Alex bad black is on yeah, YouTube for free, right, which they plug in the middle of Who Killed Captain Alex. They if you are enjoying this movie, watch out for Bad Black. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, what Holy is this? Shit. All right, well, I need to go and, and watch more of his stuff because it's just been a trip to find directors like that. And I mean, of course, we have yeah. we have we have big budget studio directors trying to mimic that stuff, which they can. That's why that's why yeah. I brought up Harmony Korine. Like Harmony Korine purposely uses like D. Um, I don't, I'm, I'm using the wrong term, but like lower grade tech to pull off like a certain aesthetic yeah. like that, that people don't necessarily go for nowadays. That's why Gummo, Trash Humpers, and even his feature in, 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 in the new Circus Maximus looked a little bit scaled down compared to everybody else's like 4K yeah. ultra high def stuff. He just p- prefers to use stuff like that. So it's like it's like certain people see the value of it. But whenever you see someone just like, you know, literally spend two hundred bucks on a movie, and they yeah. look like they're having the time of their lives, you you can just feel it. And, and they I, are and like, yeah. And it's like, yeah. I mean, yes, we we might be overhyping it a little bit too much because it is kind of just like a glorified home video. But <laughs> but a movie literally is just a moving painting, and if you make it more than that, it starts to lose its value instantly. So it really is just if you see it and you enjoy it then you enjoy it. It doesn't really have to go any further than that. Um, if it like, that's, I feel like my, my, my view of like movies is getting more simple, but then, but then you will watch something like Cujo and then like get pissed off. It's like, yeah. what the hell happened here? There but are yeah. still bad movies too. There are yes, indeed bad movies. Sure. I mean, not, not every movie is going to speak to you. And not every movie bad. has to be like a perfect movie, but no, like put like, a little gumption in and it, I please. Think, like I've been thinking about that a lot with Barbie too. It's like there are movies that just were not intended for you. Yeah. And that's okay. That's okay. You don't have to like every movie. No. You can yeah. hate some movies. And guess what? The directors don't care. No, especially True. if it's, uh, dude, guys, especially if it's like a big Hollywood blockbuster, yeah. no one gives a fuck about yeah, us. Like, so care. it's like, you know, it doesn't matter that we hate. We don't even hate Barbies. We don't. Matter that we, we really don't, don't love the Barbie. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I mean, yeah, it's, it's just right surpassed eight hundred million. 
Yeah, they're saying it's going to hit a billion by Monday. Yeah. I was going to say by the time this episode comes out, it's probably at a billion dollars. They said, and it's and it's the highest grossing movie directed by by a female at this point. Which good woman, for Greta. That's crazy. I'm that's, glad that's it's a Greta. huge. That's that a huge moment. Crazy. Yeah. For that, like, for that alone, like yeah, hell you. yeah, yeah. Greta. You would you're going to have to make a movie like that too make that type of money i believe and i just feel like good on her because i heard so much about the studio pushing back on her and i've even seen people talking about how like stale um mattel is in general just with with every single product that they make so for something to be made with it featuring so much mattel stuff in it for yeah. it to be this successful is more of a testament not to mattel but to greta gerwig so yeah. it's like I, I I am seeing a lot of different takes popping up out of the weeds where I'm like, okay, that's another reason why I can, I can definitely appreciate the movie. Am I going to score it higher on enjoyment? Probably not. But I yeah. but but the conversations that it spawned, and we still haven't um, shut up about it. Yeah, I like, <laughs> I, and I'm I'm not annoyed by it. I, you know, I had a good time. So hell yeah, it's cool. Well, speaking of Hollywood blockbusters, welcome to the Shot in the Chaser podcast. Hey, yo. A podcast where I'm going to have to eat my words real hard, but <laughs> I'm prepared to take the L. <laughs> this week, we had Alejandro. <laughs> yeah, right. I have yeah. no idea. The yeah. Revenant as the shot. So good. And Letterbox's favorite bear, Paddington, as the chaser. Joey, you. Hey, bloke. What you go there, bear? <laughs> no, I'm not even going to say it anymore. <laughs> I'll let Matt do that. Um, well, other than other than that, what you guys been watching this week? Well, we already brought up two movies that. Well, Joey and I have seen Talk to Me. You should definitely watch it. Love to hear you. I'll let you know next episode. I guess I'll just introduce the first movie that we watched all together. Yeah, you will. Circus Maximus. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. Tra- Travis Scott's Utopia came out. If you guys haven't listened to it, highly recommend. It's a, I it's a great have probably listened to it like. 45 times since it came out i was listening to it before you guys got here i can't stop listening to it it is a good album it like it lives great features very it lives rent free in my head like like i can't stop like if i'm like sitting in dead silence i'll just hear playboy cardi being like theme 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 and i'm like god this is so good yeah it's definitely i like it I, I never doubt like doubted Travis Scott, but this like movie that that he came out with, I thought was pretty original, and I'm kind of glad we drove so far. Yeah, in a weird way, it wasn't <laughs> like was super point. far though. It was like an so hour, was, like, hour and some and, change. Yeah, and I will say like our it. listening, like the the speakers kept going out too. Yeah, and kind of sad. I don't. And know, we got you, no shirt. Worst movie theater Dude. ever. Yeah. And did you hear like one of the workers were like, "Yeah, when it's gone out before, like they knew." <laughs> They were talking about how, like, yeah, it went out during, like, Sound of Freedom or something like that, whatever that movie is. And and, <laughs> right. and he was like, yeah, we got to get someone to look at it. I'm like, why are you having movies in this theater? Yeah, yeah right. Like, why, why would you, you put, put it in that theater? It's like 11 o'clock at night. No yeah, one's it's here. the one night only movie. Why would you yeah. put it in the broken theater? Right. It's the same bullshit when I, that I told you about when that motherfucker at the movie theater by my house when I was a kid yes. got shot to death during a robbery and they're like, we'll hold his memorial in the theater that's playing The Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, no, the one night, night showing, you fucking ape, yeah. play it during the Transformers movie yeah, that's been here for three months. Put it in the Transformers, yeah, which is like, I mean, R.I.P. Yeah, rest in power, dude, Michael but don't Bay do theater. it in your fucking event room. Yeah, you, come on. You fucking that Neanderthals. What's wrong with you? Yeah, you ruined it for us cinephiles. Yeah, right? But yeah, regardless, no. It, it, the audio cut out multiple times, and I would have preferred... I wish we could have seen it in a packed theater, in yeah. all honesty. I feel like that would have been, like, an ape shit yeah. moment instead of this dead silence. Like, it was, like, us, two people behind us, and a guy that was sitting next to me who was definitely an employee. 
Yeah, <laughs> and I was right. like, all right, yeah, cool. Yeah, right. Whatever. I mean, I thought I thought it was great. I thought it was original. If you guys have a chance to watch it, I know it was a one night only thing. Um, if you if you get a chance to watch it and you really like Utopia, yeah, I he- heavily like recommend. It. I mean, it, it was great. Also, I mean. The music videos are probably on YouTube already. You could technically watch a good piece of it. I would assume so. Oh. I think I think the my biggest I, I don't want to even say gripe. I think the the only thing I disliked about the movie is that yeah, the first half you have like these music videos that are tied together with like a narrative and and some of the coolest like cinematography I had seen yeah. in a while. Very experimental. And then cuz he's playing like songs off the album in the first half and you're like, "Yeah, this is sick." And then he goes to Circus Maximus, and then he starts the album over. And I was like, oh, am I going to have to hear the same songs a second time? Okay, sure. Much, and then he play, He doesn't even play the whole album. He yeah. plays, like, 90% of the album. And it's it's still, like, once you, like, got readjusted to that, it's still great. But it definitely took yeah. me, like, 10 minutes. I was like, why am I listening to Hyenas again? Like, I... Yeah. I I, I, I know this song is great, but I, I want to hear all the other songs, and I want to see some more, like, of these batshit visuals. But, I mean... Harmony Crean does great. Nicholas yep. Renfin, Reffin does great. Gaspar Noe's but I remember literally like looking at you and be like, I wonder which one Gaspar directs. And as soon as it started, I was like, yeah, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. so obvious. <laughs> that was so good. And, but that made me love that song way more. Like, I liked oh, the song already, yeah. but like with the yeah. video, I was like, this is sick. He even yeah. has like that same like visual of like outside a bar, like irreversible. It, yeah. Like, it reminded me of irreversible with the strobes coming out of it. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Yep. Like, oh man. Very, like, I, I just feel like each director has a cool piece of iconic uh they're like like a cool iconic part of their video that, yeah that really reminded yeah. me of their movies and that and that was really cool to to enjoy um just want to say that <clears throat> i got to watch one other thing this week and it was um much shorter than than uh utopia but it that's was, crazy because utopia or because the uh circus maximus is like 80 yeah. minutes. Yeah, yeah it, it, right. Um, well, th- this is only 14 minutes, but I'm still classifying Whoa. it as a, as a film. It's on Letterboxd, right? Yeah, it was on Letterboxd. And, still and counts. I'm, I'm yeah. also going to classify it because it was the first Frankenstein movie made. It was uh, made in 1910, so it's now the oldest Damn. movie that I've seen Yeah, oh, in, wow. in its entirety. Look at this man. I, I did watch it on my phone, so it's like slap on the wrist. But it... Yeah. Um, surprisingly holds up really well and i thought i thought it was fun it was a it was a silent film i had a good time with it you know only 14 minutes long um but first frankenstein movie it was really cool they had this like reverse shot of a of like a skeleton covered in like fake skin that like comes to life and it yeah like like a re- just a simple reverse shot it was cool just to see simple techniques yeah. like that applied yeah. uh to to, to 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 something so old and it's like Maybe wow it still was sick. still works yeah. even with no dialogue or anything so um heavily recommend it's it's fully on youtube i even watched it on twitter like someone someone posted it in its entirety and i mean it's over 100 years old the probably like the it's probably yeah. just a freebie at this point <laughs> right yeah but for anyone yeah that's what i got to watch what about you joe so i actually got to watch something else today um, before we record, I got to see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, that new movie. The new one? The new one. How? It's not out yet. No, it's out. It's It was wow. out yesterday. I thought it came out next week. No. Holy it's shit, how today. is it? It's actually really good. It's I saw it in 3D, too. So I, They only had like <laughs> one 3D showing today, and so I was like, all right, I got to make it. Yeah. Um, what did you think? It was awesome. The animation, it reminded me of a lot... Like there's like a similar animation style in uh, into the Spider Verse, okay, right uh, or no beyond the Spider Verse, 
whatever the second, the second one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Across the Spider-Verse. Across the Spider-Verse. Beyond the Spider-Verse is the one is the third one that's now postponed yeah. indefinitely. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it, it it's really good. And it has like a major like nineties rap soundtrack to it. Oh, that is hell like yeah. so cool. sick. And Ice Cube voices the bad guy, which makes it even sicker because you got this like nineties rap and then like Ice Cube is the villain. I'm like, hell yeah. You can you couldn't ask for more. That's sick. Yeah, and the, and the animation is like a lot of fun. Like it 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 worked a, a lot. Can me. can I ask you a, a question? Hopefully this isn't too spoilerish because yeah. I used to not be super like it's like the the first time I saw the poster, I was hype. Then the trailer dropped and I was like, okay. And then I watched the trailer probably like five more times. And I was like, okay, I am not looking forward to this anymore. But now all of a sudden I am getting more excited for it again. Yeah. Do you think it is a good movie for adults and kids? Yes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think I think. I mean, especially I. I think a lot of uh, enjoyment I had was the, the soundtrack, um, and like there, there's one really cool moment that I thought was pretty epic that I don't want to spoil. You'll probably know that awesome. uh, that goes along with music, uh, but yeah, no, like the the art behind it and like the like the evil. It's not too kiddy. I guess is what I'm saying. It's not like it's made for a 13-year-old. That's what I've heard. I also saw that, like, what's his name? Um, Oh, my God, the guy from Nine Inch Nails, whose name I'm completely... Oh, okay, I know who you're talking about, the lead? Yeah. Okay. I, I know who it is. I can't... He was in... He did the, like, my favorite scene in... Or one of my favorite, like, musical moments in the third season of Twin Peaks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I heard that he did, like, a, like, like not the 90s, like, not, like, the, the licensed music, but he, like, scored... Oh, the music, wow. but yeah, that's cool. Isn't it, his first name's like Chad or something. No, <laughs> pretty upbeat. And I think you guys would like it. I, it's hard. It's only like an hour and a half too. Cool. Um, yeah, just like I, I was like the story is there and it's fun. Uh, but it Trent Reznor, Trent Reznor does it. Yeah. Yes, but it, it like it, it was a I think more fun just with like the visuals and the soundtrack, but the story was like fun enough. But I also think if you like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like I feel like we all do. Yeah, oh, for sure, it's I mean, gonna be dude, fun. Dude, like, like the first live action movie is so yeah. good, and I would even say yeah. that I that I enjoy Secret of the Ooze. I mean, I mean, like yeah. the second one is. Just, I, I watched that movie probably like over twenty times. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I'm I'm definitely a TMNT fan. Yeah. I am still excited. I'll for probably it. see it again, honestly. As oh, TMNT cool. fans, you may enjoy what I picked for next week. Then. Oh, <laughs> cool! All right, we'll see. We'll see yeah. what happens. It's a surprise. I'm excited. <laughs> I know you, you. You literally said yesterday that I can't wait to tell you what, what we're watching. I literally had an idea, oh, and shit, as soon as right. Joey said TMNT, I changed my chaser. But I knew what the shot was going to be, so I'm excited okay. as cool. a whole. Great. Um, I so yeah, I, I'm excited now to see it because yeah. I I didn't know I, I didn't know anybody that saw it. I didn't think it came out yet, but like the '90s soundtrack weird. is making me really excited. Just For because sure. I love wow. love '90s hip hop. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, but yeah, but that's really cool. It's, yeah, it's red, and there's a lot of music to it. It's a lot of fun. I don't, and it has, like, everyone you know in it, and, like, every one of Seth Rogen's friends are in it. But, like, Seth Rogen has, like, four lines. So Perfect. he doesn't even laugh in it. What? And, yeah. But he did introduce the movie, which threw me a little bit. Because, like, oh, wait, w- nobody does this anymore. Yeah. But he's like, welcome to the movie I made. Like, he's he's probably high as fuck, too. And, oh uh, wait, you're talking about the 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 thing that like 
you saw whenever well I, I the, the the most recent thing that I saw was for uh, Gran Turismo. Yeah, like, exactly, exactly. Yeah, but it was just like Seth Rogen. Okay. He's like, welcome to my movie. Um, I'm I'm glad you saw it in theaters. Thank you for coming. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like, and the movie started. There you go. Hell yeah, I might have to. And I, I saw it in the secret it. theater too, so it was loud and oh, it, the nice. visuals. That's not like I was, I felt like I was in IMAX. It, it was, was in so the cool. Secret theater. Yeah, the secret theater. I love, I love that we call that. It's so just theater number four. Yeah. We're uh, I thought it was six. I think it's at, six. Okay, I thought it was four. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah. yeah four is on the left, I think. I think six is on the right. I think four is probably also pretty good. Because we saw it in the right. There you go. I don't know. Nick, what did you watch? Um. So, uh, like I said, I, we watched um, Circus Maximus. Yeah. I watched Once Upon a Time in Uganda. Spectacular. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and I finished the Neon Genesis Evangelion Rebuilds uh, oh. movies. Which um how many movies did you have to watch? So there's four in total. I had already I had seen the first two uh, a couple weeks ago, and I was like, good, yeah, fun. The first one is kind of I wouldn't say shot for shot, but I was like, not a lot has changed. Then the second one things like kind of drastically change, and I was like, I wonder where this third one goes. And the third one I did not like. The third one threw me off really hard. I was like, I don't like where this is going. This is weird. It does it like jumps ahead in the timeline by like 14 years. And I, I didn't, I just didn't like a lot of the plot devices in that one. And I was like, by the time it was over and it was, it was like a tight 90. And by the time it was over, I was like, I don't know if I want to finish this. Like this did not leave me excited to wrap up this series, but I I went on Letterboxd and this guy that I follow, he's like a huge Evangelion fan. And he put it in his top four Letterboxd, like best movies of all time. The the last Evangelion movies, like, he's like, you need to see it. It's, it's incredible. It is a it is a lot to take in. You should check it out. So I was like, all right, let's do this. And it's like two it's two hours and like forty minutes. I was like, oh my god, this is gonna be a commitment, so long, but yeah. let's do it. And I turned that shit on, and by the time it was over, I get I was like I was in tears, and I gave it like a nine out of ten, and I loved it. But then the next there was like stuff that still confused me. I was because Evangelion is just inherently a very confusing story, but I was like, let me let me see if I can like figure this out a little bit. And I watched hours of like commentary on this movie. To the point that by the end I ended up giving like five out of five. I think oh, it's wow. I think it's a perfect movie, and I think that a lot of the artistic choices that I didn't love while watching it, now understanding the reasoning behind it, I was like, no, never mind. Like it would have been stupid if he did it any other way. To do it the other, the way that I would want him to do it would be to appease the audience, and doing it his way is to say this is how the story must end and how it must go. Nice. And I think it's a very heavy, it's a very heavy finale to Evangelion, but it satisfies. The fan base, it satisfies the creators of the show, the creators of the movie. I feel like if you go to that movie and you didn't like it, it almost says something about you. <laughs> like, it almost says, like, no, I'm going to be petty, and I, I wanted it to end a different way. And it's like, but your way isn't your way isn't the way. You didn't write Evangelion. This guy who created Evangelion, this was his design. And this is an immaculate way to end this and there's not a single thing that i would have changed in that movie to make it better it ends what is what did my friend the guy that i follow on letterbox said like it's the ending you didn't know you wanted until you saw it oh, cool. and i 110 percent agree with it that's awesome i'm actually they, they're releasing a physical copy of it in october and there's like a hundred dollar version collector's box and i'm honestly like i might just do it yeah. like, i loved it so much it is such a epic movie when, that like when was this released this came out in 2021 Oh, it had, wow. a, it so had a, a recent. Okay. It had a theatrical release 
and I remember it came to Regal, and I was like, I don't know what this is. Like, I, don't <laughs> I never watched the. I watched like one episode of Evangelion years ago, and I was like, confusing. Yeah. <laughs> Robot Jesus movie. Fuck this. Yeah, right. And now, like after watching so many commentaries, and I understand like what's going on in this show with the original, all thirty-seven universes that are in it, and the rebuilds. I was like, perfect. This is great. I, I do think that when we finish Evangelion and we do our, our thing, yeah. we should maybe at some point talk about doing the rebuilds. I think that you, I think that I think I'm gonna get really into it. I, I already you am, should. and it's like painful to even wait to watch the episodes. But <laughs> yeah, yes. I mean, I've I've enjoyed everything so far. You're gonna yeah, love I'm it, man. It. Hell yeah. Well, let's get into let's get into some uh ep- an epic movie and L movie. Let's talk about the Revenant. Here we go, Matthew. What is the Revenant about? Yes, the Revenant was directed by Alejandro Gonzalez. This is how you pronounce Inarito? it. Inarito. Inarito. Yeah. Okay. There you go. So so Alejandro Inarito. Gonzalez Inarito. Um, okay. <laughs> what is up with this? tagline what is the tagline it's in what it's it's in parenthesis and it says n period one who has returned as if from the dead that yeah that's weird and one who has returned as if from the dead interesting i mean i love it one who has returned. i don't know what it means but i don't like it i have no idea but uh, maybe it's a reference to a book or something that, that, that this is based off of. <laughs> Who's to say? Are they saying like it's a noun say? or there's like a noun, definition? Maybe? Yeah. Oh, true, true. Okay. Yeah. So, so the revenant. Maybe, maybe yeah. it's it it's it, it's definition of, of yeah, what what revenant. revenant means. Um, the summary follows: In the 1820s, a frontiersman, Hugh Glass, sets out on a path of vengeance against those who left him for dead after a bear mauling. Man. Pretty straightforward. And that is the definition of Revenant. Okay, awesome. So one <laughs> that's, kind of a cool that's kind of badass. <laughs> from the dead. Wow. Yeah. That actually makes just me, makes just me love, love the movie it. more. Yeah, literally. So, before we go any further, at the end of the last episode, I, I said, and I quote, The Revenant is not a good movie, and I will prove my thesis next week. <laughs> and I'm here to say it can't be done. <laughs> I remembered so little of this movie because I saw it in theaters when it came out and I was yeah. like, nah, movie's boring, mid, and I don't know what the fuck I was talking about. <laughs> right. This movie is so fucking cracked from the minute it starts to the minute it ends. And I remember even like trying to be like, yeah, well, after this one scene, it's not good anymore. It just kept getting better. Dude, I mean, I'm right there with you. I, I remember watching a little bit of this well, I mean, a little bit. I watched up until, um, you know, spoiler alert, there is a rape scene in it. Um, but I watched up until that point when my mom made me turn it off. Because cause we, we were watching it Yeah, together, an hour left. Which was a bad choice to watch, to watch with, with, with my mom. mom. Yeah. yeah. Listen, man, I pulled my mom in, in, into some crazy movies. This is probably one of the top. But <laughs> this might be the top. Yeah, well, if you would have finished it, it probably would have even been crazier. Right. I, mean, I remember really enjoying it. My yeah. mom... Not so much. I made so, my mom watch The Crow with me once, and I remember that was also a very unpleasant experience. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, usually my mom is not keen on watching movies with me. Um, she hated Annihilation, and I loved it. And, uh, Damn. you know, it, 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 it is what it is. My mom would never... 
She won't watch movies with me because of Lady Bird and Baby Driver. <laughs> Two very inoffensive, great movies. Yeah. <laughs> no more movies from Joey because of those. That's and then like... you swing and a miss with Asteroid City. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that, that yeah, too rough. too sad. But I will say right off the bat, Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio won an Oscar for this performance. I think that he greatly deserved it. Yeah. Um. This is. I get it. This is a great movie. Um, right, right off the bat, I mean, this is another movie that I've watched from Mr. Alejandro, and I've I've just loved it. Um, I, I've watched three movies from him so far. Yep, I've loved same. all three of them. I would even same. argue equally, you know, yeah, just same. just for different reasons. I don't know, yeah, which one's my favorite? Like the Revenant, I've watched more recently, so it sits in my mind more heavily. Fresh, right. But Bardo and Birdman are so incredible. It, like. And I feel like a lot of people don't even know that these are all the same director, right? I, mean, I like I had no idea that this guy did Birdman. And this is the yeah. only Alejandro movie I, I've I've seen. I still haven't seen Birdman or Bardo. But I mean, you guys and everybody and their mother have been like, no, Birdman is like one of the best movies you'll ever yeah, see in your life. Fun. And and I feel like it almost gets a, like a rap for being overhyped because every like I, I know so many people that say it's their favorite movie, right? And. Uh, it is overhyped, but not really because it's so good. And it's just like The Revenant. It's it like works. you throw it on and you're like, yeah. all right, I'm preparing for the worst. But then you just get swept away with the cinematography. Yes. And it has just the perfect amount of surrealism, just like The Revenant. That's like, why do you do that? That's yeah. awesome. Why, why? Oh, my God. Like every that, art- that, that makes sense. Every artistic choice made in The Revenant is like, it doesn't miss. Oh man! Like, like the cinema, like you said, the cinematography is unreal. The score is is like perfect. Yeah. For every every scene and just the landscape, everything you see is so stunning about in, in this movie from from start to finish. And I think it's a goddamn travesty that Tom Hardy is snubbed for the Oscar. Yeah, on this found one. that out. That was wild. To I, the I, guy I from even, The Bridge of Spies. The most mid-ass movie. I, I hadn't even seen Bridge of Spies, Dude, but I remember so when I when I saw the, the trailer for that, and I was like, who the hell is going to watch that movie? I Spielberg did. fans that are yeah. willing to still be like, no, West Side Story was good, bro. I you just got to watch it again. I watched that movie, did not know it was made by Spielberg, which is kind of weird. I just kind of, I watched it because it was on. Yeah. But it's also written by the Coen brothers, which is weird. It's it so doesn't bad. feel like it's a Coen Brothers movie good. at all. Yeah, no, it proves it's not. that everyone can make a That's terrible a movie. But yeah, the, Tom Hardy's performance is one of his best, I would say. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it's like, I feel like it checks off all the boxes yeah. for, for that. Not, you know, I'm, I'm using this term politely and with, you know, grace. I'm not, I'm not trying to be mean. But it does check off all the boxes for like that generic Tom Hardy performance. It's kind of over the top. He is donning a crazy accent. He mm-hmm. is putting like his whole body into the performance, but it works so well. Like yeah. he's just, menacing. Yeah, it, yeah. it works. Like, he he is a spooky guy, and I think that that he he rides that line so perfectly for like that high, almost like a hyper conservative type of person who it's it's not that he's hyper conservative. It's just everything that he believes is just a facade yeah for 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 like protecting his his own decisions yeah and and, oh man i didn't even know it was tom hardy at first i like i i knew it looked kind of like him and had a similar walk but the the way he the prosthetics on his face really disguised him and the the scalped head 
man. I, I think that adds another layer to this movie is like how good everyone looked. How yeah. yeah everyone prosthetics and things like that, the makeup. Yep. It, it was incredible. It felt very real. Yes. And oh, I think man. the camera work adds to that. You almost feel like you're there with the camera work, like you're spectating. I think that's similar to Bardo and Birdman, the two movies I've seen as well. The way that Alejandro moves the camera is like no other director that I've seen personally. Mm-hmm. And it's almost his style. He's. I, I think it's always cool when a director, you can tell this is directed by a certain director, which I think is similar with Circus Maximus, yeah. those movies, yeah. where you can tell just by the way it looks, oh, this is that director. Right. Wes Anderson's another one, Tarantino. But Alejandro is definitely one of those. And it's almost in just the way he moves the camera. And even the scores, I'd say. Yeah, the they, scores uh, are great. I also just love how he knows exactly where he's going to end a shot because the start of the next shot, he yeah. knows exactly what it's going to look like. So something similar, you know, uh, uh, I guess an example, I mean, is whenever Leo's breathing and he's, 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 he's blowing out fog and then Tom Hardy takes a puff from his pipe and, yeah. then, and then you see the smoke and then it pans over and it's like Tom Hardy now. Yeah, it's just like, smoke oh, that was a weird, of... yeah, that was a weird yeah. transition. Or another transition was like really early on in the movie when Leo, I think, is like running through a river and kicks water up into the camera and then it and then it transitioned into like a waterfall. Like yeah. immediately. Yeah, you were like, whoa, yeah. that was crazy. So very, very, very interesting very stuff. And, and to speak on Joey bringing up like you feel like you're there. Like yeah. this movie like has like an epic finale and at the end like you have leonardo DiCaprio just stop and like look at you like as if he was like he's like you saw all that right and it's like oh my fucking god i mean what a way to end it too is just like once again small moments of extremely surreal dreamlike yeah moments where you go from hyper realistic just gruesome stuff which we kept on even talking about this too. The movies, uh, pro- n- not not problems, but the movies conflicts feel so natural. It's not it's not like yeah. some weird uh, thing arises that, that doesn't make sense. And you're just movie like, magic I just narrative. Have to accept that. Yeah. yeah, it's like oh my god, that guy got hanged because that definitely would have happened. Or oh my god, like like I can't believe that. That, that that's happening now on top of him getting attacked by a bear. But that fucking makes sense. But like, and, and Part of it is because of the way the characters are framed. It's like all the decisions people make make sense. Um, but just everything, just, uh, dude, like everything is so good in this movie. I love it. And I, I really appreciate how the the world around, the, the world that they're living in does not, I think, how do I want to word this? I think a lot of movies kind of, try to put like native americans as like almost like these defenseless people that have lived with absolutely no like qualms in their entire life until people came from across the seas and started like killing them off nonstop. which i mean to be fair i'm sure it was not as bad before before then but you have like the one guy that he meets and they're eating the bison together and he's like he's like my men they killed my son in front of me and and the the native american looks at him he's like oh men from the sioux tribe killed my entire family and it's like this was there's there's no really good or evil people here it's all people just trying their damnedest to survive at whatever it takes and there's just a weird spectrum of like you have leonardo you have you have hugh glass who 
is trying to do right by everybody around him. He has he has like his his quest and his journey to go on, but he's not there to like he's not on like this selfish journey. I mean, inherently, no. like revenge is is a selfish journey, but. Even, Even by the end, right? It's yeah, like he kind of comes full circle, right? Which like don't mean to cut you off. No, no, like, no. But you're like, you're finishing the thought. I and, totally and, agree with you. And you have, but then on the other end, you have um, you have Fitzgerald who is like, no, like I I am number one. Look out for number one. And you hate him, but you're also like, I don't know this guy's backstory. All I know is that that natives try to scalp him. I too would be like, I'm gonna have to fucking kill everybody that I've ever met. If they even consider wronging me at this point, I would be a bit of a lunatic, as well. I think that he takes it to the nth degree, yeah, and becomes like such a. You have like a guy that you already distrust, and as the movie goes on, he, you see like in it how like, not just selfish but how evil he can be while trying to cover up the lie. He's taking money for the lie. He's roping other people in the lie. He's killing other people for the lie. And when he finally gets caught, he robs the settlement blind and then takes off. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, this is an insanely evil, selfish deed. Yeah. And no evil deed is going to go unpunished. And whether that be Hugh Glass that delivers that punishment to you or someone else, no matter what evil, you do not get away f- from evil deeds. Now, in we didn't we we kind of knew but weren't we did not confirm but it's based on a true story, and unfortunately in the true story he does not kill Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald and him have to like shake hands and make up because mm-hmm. Fitzgerald joins joins the army and you can't kill a soldier. They make him give Hugh his gun back, but it's like ah uh, I think I'm willing to like take the L over somebody that killed my my son in front of me. But also I don't think he had a son in the real story. I think he just got left for dead. Yeah. yeah, seriously. I mean, I what whatever happened. I mean, yeah. the story itself is so enthralling, and I do think that that movies, whether they're true or false, it really is just about how enthralling the story is. You know, I really, I guess, a movie that that comes to mind, which does bring up into question my 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 modernity, but um, the uh, Inglorious Bastards is like is like a great example where it's like it's based off of a true story, but how it ends definitely did not what happened right right right, right. Hitler dies at the end of it but that's entertaining as hell to watch that happen right so it's like i don't know it you know based on the true story we do we cannot confirm that 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 this is how it happened at at all to a t if if in a way i mean the true story just literally says yeah that it's just fictionalization of of a story what are we feeling about Drevnin score wise what are you guys thinking i'm i'll start i i gave it a five it blew me away yeah. It's one of those movies that just it really sits with me. I loved it. Yeah, I um, I'm gonna have to second that. I I, I really liked it as a as just a complete uh, masterpiece. Last night, you know, I was like, I, it might be five, four, four and a half, and I was like, we'll just see what happens. And I slept on it, and I woke up today, and I just started thinking about it in in its entirety. Yeah, and thinking about its different themes, and it just. It covers so much ground, yeah. and um, I really enjoy movies that that um, are just multifaceted, but in a natural way. And mm-hmm. there's, you know, it, it 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 checks off all the boxes. I loved all the performances in it. Thought it was great. So now I I initially the first time I saw The Revenant, I gave it a one star on Letterboxd. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. Um, I don't know if I would give it five though. I think that I, I gave it a four and a half after 
after the rewatch. And not that I don't think it's like it doesn't merit a five. And I can't even say like what about it. Right. I would dock it for for the four and a half. I think it's like it's it's an incredibly enjoyable movie. It's a very um, heavy pill to swallow yes. from start to finish. There's a lot of, of like you said, there's a lot of ground that gets covered, and there are a lot of bizarre lessons that are very quietly like tucked in that movie. That you're you're if you're looking out like thinking outside of the box, haha, Taco Bell. But if you're thinking outside of the box, you're 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 almost you're you're able to see it. But if you're like just solely focused on the revenge plot line, like you're gonna miss a lot of a lot of that. Um, I think, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I honestly couldn't tell you. I'm probably, I'm okay. staying with a four and a half. I do think it is well, one of the four most. Four and a half is a great score. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, four and a half is a strong score. So I think it's like one of the most like epic. Fine. I love a good revenge flick. I think this handles the, the material very well. Yeah. And that final like climactic fight scene is just like so intense and so fun and like you're, there's a good genuine moment where you're like I don't know if he's gonna win this I, yeah. I thought I he was gonna die I don't know oh, how he gets right. out of this yeah. yeah seriously I loved it I mean I I, I, I definitely uh, agree with you with that with that final fight scene it was just so good so good well on to another another movie with a bear <laughs> yes <laughs> let's get into Paddington uh, unfortunately, this this movie does have a, a massive bear attack scene as well, <laughs> uh, and we will have to cover that in great detail. In graphic detail. Yes. Um, okay, just kidding. So, so, so Paddington was was directed by Paul King, um, legendary director of the new Wonka movie. That and that, Paddington too. That, that, that's getting uh, great reviews. It's on, not even out on yet its, on its trailer. Uh, well, I mean, like you know, the yeah. we'll see how it goes. I'll just put it that way. Travis Scott. You fucking did you already see it no travis scott oh, I was like, what the no, travis scott took shots at timothy chalamet on he utopia did. yeah because i didn't realize that, that i didn't realize it until today after they broke up but timothy chalamet and, and kylie have been dating yeah. i had no idea i was like these people are together for like oh, so shit. i was yes. like yeah no i'd probably I, also be like this is the person that you left yeah, me for yeah, this clown this willy wonka ass looking bitch yeah. i made utopia and you're gonna yeah. dump me yeah. for fucking wonka no, I mean, I would Sure, definitely... people died at Astro World, but at least I wasn't in Wonka. Yeah. yeah, right. Oh, my God. He did take a shot, which is kind of sad. I was like, damn, you can't... Because I don't want them to have beef. I want them to be friends. You can't you can't hook up with Travis's ex yeah, and then be a Willy Wonka and expect not to be, like, ops. Come on. <laughs> Anyways, what's Paddington about? Yes. So, so Paddington... <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> no worries. Um, I don't, I, I don't mind roasting Timmy. All right. Um, so the, the summary, no, yes. excuse me. Tagline follows. Please look after this bear. Thank you. No, thanks. <laughs> and the summary follows. A young Peruvian bear travels to London in search of a new home. Finding himself lost and alone at Paddington station. He meets the kindly Brown family coming in at a whopping 3.8 on Letterboxd. And regarded as one of the most religious uh, movies uh, ever. Religious? I mean, most religiously watched. Yeah, yeah, people like religiously followed is probably how I should have ended. Paddington could have ended that movie could end with the bear looking directly in the camera and be like, "Kill your parents," and and Chiller would have been like, "Yes, Paddington." Yes, thank you. Glory be to you. No, could not have done that. You You guys are crazy, and and I watched it again. I after you guys, are you serious? Shitting on it. Oh. You guys are so wrong. This movie 
is incredible. I cried again. Dude, come on, brother. <laughs> Listen. Cry to, cry to some robots. Don't cry to some bear in a hat. I'll probably cry to that too. But <laughs> this is your king? You're right. It is. <laughs> I'll accept it. Seriously, man. I'm trying to find the review <laughs> where it says that those who do not like Paddington are the weaker race and deserve to be taken over by natural selection. That, that is, is that a real review you've read? That, I believe I agree. it. That, I agree. See, what the hell? Finally, someone's speaking what some truth. Don't listen. These degens. <laughs> yeah, I was just it's like, just like it's so, that, fuck you. It's so wholesome, and it's a movie that's only out there to help people, and it's good and quality entertainment. To the fact that if you hate it, you're just there to... Who got help from Paddington? Yeah, I know. I know. I, like, Everyone. I will, I will agree with everything you just said because you literally lumped you everything into entertainment. Think of, like, think of someone who's having a sad day and then they watch Paddington. All of a sudden their day is not sad. Is that the I truth? Like that way. <laughs> yeah, that's. A, I feel like I, I. I wouldn't say I was sadder after Paddington. I don't. I. Be. I. Okay. I was definitely well, presented so. with a lot of moral qualms that I did not know how, how to feel about them. What do you mean moral qualms? They should have well, taken Nicole yeah. out. Nicole Kidman out behind a dumpster and shot her in the back of the head. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> Like every like when they were like the judge felt that it was the judge felt there was too cruel to have her go to prison yeah. or whatever the fuck. You have to shovel shit is what you have to do. And it's like, dude, you know, like on Earth, like she would be like going to jail for like multiple life sentences. You can't right. kill yeah, endangered yeah. species. Come on, man, this is like one of three or like one of two uh, according to the movie. But she has a whole yeah. room of endangered species. Yeah. She's killed at least twenty endangered animals. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, because she's the villain. Yeah, who who should not be doomed to shovel shit at the end of the movie. She should be doomed to be fucking murked for that shit. Now, I will say, I am kind of in between both of you guys, where it's like, I don't necessarily buy into the, you know, (laughs) hopeless optimism of this movie, but I also don't, you know, like, side with, like, this is, like, too fake. I do know why you feel that way, though. Like, I feel... I wouldn't, and I wouldn't even say that it's too fake. Here's how I felt. I felt that this movie was a Wes Anderson movie made for kids. That's, that's a good way to put it. That is something I experienced too. Like, I, that's another reason why I think people like, like this movie. Yeah. It's so stylized. It is a very, it is very like nice on the eyes. Yeah. Now I will except say, for the bear. What the bear is? The I, bear literally takes me out every time because it's like here's sometimes. this family, and then the bear would yeah. be like, oh, "I was all I said," or whatever. The fuck. Not but, really, yeah. but like, yeah, was, yeah. he would talk, and I'd be like, "I'm like CGI bear, CGI bear, CGI bear, CGI bear." Yeah, right. I I feel like the CGI was like okay I didn't think it was that bad it wasn't terrible it wasn't like extremely distracting but I did have I did have to turn that part of my mind off that Nick is talking about I did I did have to actively turn that part of my brain off in order for me to like be sold into this movie because I don't hate CGI but every time like I would say the first time like something like this really bothered me was when I was younger and I saw Harry Potter in the Chamber of Secrets for the first time and you see Dobby and it's like this is a little jarring and I remember watching the special features pulling a mat and you yeah. saw like the making of it it's literally like a ball on a stick and they yeah. were like, like oh man I can't do this like what the fuck so it just it was weird and 
I don't think that Paddington is a very... Li- there it is. A very likable character. I don't think Paddington is... What? A- How do you not... That's he crazy. Does that's like his only thing. everything, Because he, he's no, like this accident... Cute, pro- yeah, but why like, is it cute? I would literally why is accident pro bear cute? He's figuring it out. You know, we also, have accidents Joey, too. Listen, man. You can't, you can't be like so for this bear. Because if you took it into your home and he yeah. burnt your house down... Yeah. And then told you an elephant did it. Right. Yeah. When you be like, you're, well, you're I'm going to shoot you now. The yeah, elephant you're, you're, did do it, though. Do we not remember never, that? The elephant never called with the kidman an elephant. Second of all, snake body. First of all, she's honeypot, not an, not an elephant. Okay. Yeah. I hated that. I, I hated all of that. Yeah. I, I, I think I have a lot. Of, and I know that, like, someone out there is listening to this episode right now going, like, yeah, <laughs> like really steam mad. coming out of the ears. Yeah. It's Joey. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm one of them. He's sitting right here. It's hard, man. Like, I'm just, I felt like Nick, especially, was going to love it because the same, I think the same vein that in me that likes Love Live. Like and that's what I was hoping. Patty. I wanted that. I went. I, I turned yeah. that part of my brain on where I was like, yeah. "Give me the wholesome. Let's yeah. go." Yeah. And then that bear spoke in an English accent, and I was like, <laughs> "Like instantly, like forgot. it dropped down yeah. a couple." I was like, "Ah, all right." And then he was like, "Marmalade." I was like, "Fucking hell!" Okay, wow. let's yeah. just let's just marmalade. keep doing Dude, the with thing. The marmalade sandwich. It's enough vitamins to keep a whole a bear. Who fucking cares? Yeah, right. For a day. Drink a Baja Blast, bro. I'm just saying, if Leo would have had a marmalade sandwich, I think he would have survived the ending of the rap. I think that the I think the bear that fucking ripped his body to shreds was like chugging marmalade. Yeah, like, maybe. I don't know. So thing was crazy. I tried to turn on the wholesome side of my brain, and to be fair, there are a lot of moments in this movie that like I actually like fucking lost my mind laughing. Yeah. Like when the Mrs. Mrs. Bird explains yeah. how Mr. Brown was initially like kind of like this badass guy, and then he's like, yes. then he had a kid, and he's like, baby, there's a baby in the way. Please don't come anywhere yes. near here. Don't don't come over there. And she's like, what happened to our butt? What happened to our motorcycle? It's a Kajia. Yeah. It's a, it's a yeah. neutral color. I was exactly. like, that's funny. That's yeah. genuinely funny. Or when Mr. Brown, Mr. Brown has to dress up as a woman and the security that guard is in there. So that shit is killing me. Yeah. He was like, so you can't feel anything right now. And he's just like stabbed <laughs> no. his arm. He's like. No. no. Yeah. Someone stop that hot woman. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this yeah. is, see, this is yeah, funny. I love that. Yeah. I that, just didn't think the good. bear was yeah. great. I will say the funniest Paddington bit to me was it, it also involves Mr. Brown. Whenever yeah, um, uh, uh, Mr. Brown, Mr. Brown <laughs> is when um, Paddington is laying on, on the table. Nicole Kidman has, has, has already captured him. It's in the final act of the movie. Oh, that's a great, yeah. <laughs> he's, I know. Like, he's like outside in the window. He's like, Paddington, and he's like, is that you, God? It's like, it's like <laughs> his voice is like two octaves deeper. You sound a lot more like Mr. Brown. I yeah, thought yeah. you would. He's like, he's like so he's ready like, to die. solemn. Yeah. I yeah. think that Paddington has a lot of really funny moments, but I I, yeah. I think that it's strong. For me personally, it has a bad act one and a really mostly like same exact problems yeah. in most of act two. Where it's like bear accident prone, and that's what they're using to like drive the narrative <laughs> forward. And I'm like, well, I'm not eight, so this isn't that fun, and this is just kind of annoying more than anything. Also, incredibly frustrating that a whole entire universe saw a talking bear and was like, okay, that's fine. If you saw a talking bear in the street, you'd be like, it has to die. This can't <laughs> exist. This is horrifying. I found myself rooting for the dad throughout this movie, who's just like, 
we can't have a bear in this house. And everyone's like, Dad, you suck! Yeah. And it's like, what are you talking way? about? I felt the same way, though. Like, like every time the dad was making a decision, I was like, I do the same shit. And then, and then the family's like, we gotta help him. Like, no, you don't. No, you the, don't! He, he was the, the risk analyst. And that kind of, he looked at everything through the numbers. Like, if you have a bear in the house, it's 4,000 times more likely to, you know, end up poorly. And... Which is funny. I like. I like that. And part. before Paddington, they and they go. I mean, this is the whole point of the movie. Before Paddington, their lives are miserable. So it's like I can have a, a life where I don't love my spouse and my kids hate me and dude, go to therapy, fun, or have a bear in the house named Paddington, go. which just brings fun. That's better than therapy. Go to therapy. What yeah, if that? What if you woke up one better. morning and that bear was like, "I'm tired of marmalade, Sally Hawkins." I'm gonna I've had enough. Well, I'm going to rip your face off. Yeah, Guess exactly. what? Paddington 2, he doesn't do it. And oh, but Sully must have happened because Sally Hawkins doesn't show up for Pad isn't showing up for Paddington 3, apparently. Yeah, I'm cu- I don't Paddington know. Paddington killed that fucker. Yeah, Paddington yeah. ate the fuck out of her. No, maybe. No. I, I am curious because like I don't know if you'll ever even watch Paddington 2. I feel like I have I to because everybody says it's like infinitely better than Paddington 1. I actually looked up stuff about it too and there's like lore. Like there's like one critic that like it has a 99% and there's one critic that scored it poorly and like he's it's his name is like Edward or something like that. And he's known as the guy that, that brought it uh Paddington two down from a hundred percent of Rotten Tomatoes See, to ninety nine percent. That's just bad lore because bro, yeah. it's like it's like every single toy story is now like in the upper nineties, and I'm yeah. telling you, those movies don't deserve For jack sure. shit. And so like, it's like the fact Redbox, that they they kind of like what are you what the about. fuck did you just say? Toy Story what? one through three is so are such great movies. I mean, Three, sure, but like, but like one, one and two for sure. But like anything after that, bro, it's like the fourth one got the upper nineties, and I was like, okay, that I don't get. The first one is like first one you have to give it for like just it's it's like cinematic achievement. Nothing like that had ever been done. Great. Toy Story two is is like just it's just fun as fuck. Just capitalizes on it. And the third one I think just came out for me like the perfect time. Literally, it came like right when I went to college. Wait, have you seen four though? No, I heard it was from everybody. Four was actually good. I liked it. Man, come on! I just don't know how they can keep on. I don't. They can't keep getting away with it. (laughs) And then at Disney, they made the fucking theme park. Like how how many how many Toy Story movies are we gonna get? To be fair, for Toy Story, the the theme park for, for Toy Story though is like an unbelievable amount of fun. Yeah. Like, Mom, when I know it for honeymoon, like, we had such a good time. Like, those were the movies that, like, when I was a kid, I watched that movie so many times. Religiously. We we had it on VHS. We just put it up. I watched Toy Story 2 all the time. Yeah, same. Because it had Zerg in it, and I was like, this is badass. I had Zerg. Same. You had Zerg? That was one of my haunted toys. That was the second haunted toy I've ever owned. (laughs) Of the two, it's the second one. That's so I actually, when when I, the one night, um, you have a PS5, you can do this too. But randomly they added like a couple of like old PlayStation games and they added the Toy Story 2 PS1 oh, game. And yeah. I, it was like five bucks. I bought the fuck out of that. And I remember that game being so goddamn hard as a kid. And as an adult, I think I beat the whole thing like 100% of it in like three hours. <laughs> I, I remember they had one for uh, the, the Nintendo 64 and I had that. I think that's Toy Story 1. It is. I have that for Genesis. Oh, it's so much fun, dude. You that's get, a good you one. You go in like the backyard and you can do like races with the RC. Yeah. It, it, you like go back and forth between the houses, but we're, we're talking about Toy Story. <laughs> we need to talk about But you want to talk about Wholesome? Toy Story Toy had Wholesome. it. Toy Story had a wholesome story with a minimal conflict about about... Not being prejudiced and not thinking, not being selfish. I do think that that Paddington does meet the wholesome category. It's just one of those movies that 
it some of it works, some of it doesn't. I think yeah. it just relies too heavily on one bit, as Nick yeah. was saying, which is Paddington's, you know, mm-hmm. uh, accident prone. Yeah, yeah, he's just accident prone. He's kind of goofy. Yeah, and it's like I'm trying to give you back your wallet, sir. <laughs> yeah, and it's like even even though I like that that part of the movie because it hasn't hasn't overdone itself too much, yeah. but by that time it's just it does double down. Uh, like after that point, and, and it's you know it is what it is. It's fine. Because he wasn't like that in the forest. We didn't get yeah. that. So it's like he only became actually. I think he's trying City. to figure out how to fit in. I think there's like, I, I don't know. Like this movie isn't this deep, but I think it's a part not, of it yeah, is. We're also like dissecting that, I think, yeah. too far. But that, exactly. I will say that that's also why, you know, I'm going to advocate for a lower score. because Because it's not movies that can't be dissected shouldn't be necessarily let off the hook because they're children movies like, yeah. like right. a lot of children movies are like coming from like a, like a critical angle there are a lot of things in in paddington that i just i genuinely was like this is not funny i'm not having a good time i don't really care and, and like i i tried to turn the wholesome part of my brain on because i was like if there is a piece of me that is going to love this movie it is the part of me that's yeah. just like i love watching shows where people just do shit for friendship and i yeah. just I never got family. I never I never got it. It never clicked the way that I was hoping it was going to click. Love each other, so that makes them family. But it's like I get that though. I but mean, you I, have like I, this. I get why why you love it a lot? Dude, because like the just, whole time I'm, I'm even thinking I don't know how anyone doesn't like this movie. I think the, you you have like this disjoint moments. you have this disjointed family that is brought together through a talking bear. Yeah, which is fine, but. Again, I feel bad for the dad who's like talking bear, destroying my house. We have to get this bear out of there, and everyone's like, "Dad, you're horrible." And it's like, I know the dad using like like it, like using point three percent of his brain, fully aware this is a bad idea. And it's just you have this family that has such a bizarre animosity towards each other that could all be resolved if anybody just communicated with each other. But that's in a perfect world scenario, and the bear is the catalyst to bring everybody together. together yeah. But it's just like, uh, and none of the damage, I will say. I kind of like the world they live in where like houses are waterproof and like big fires don't really, you can just sweep that up and you're good because like realistically that water damage that he did that ruined their house. Oh, like, destroy everything. Yeah. You got to like so, leave that house for days. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's going to be mold that like, yeah, going to have to probably rebuild the second floor, but the, they just, you know, put towels down, they clean it up and they're good. So I think that's another is aspect fine. is that, like, the chaos that he causes usually ends up to be, like, a good sort of chaos. Right. Like, you know, falling on the guy with the wallets or even, like, the whole explosion in the bathroom and the, the fire. It, it ends up, like, working out for everyone. It ends up being a good situation because I think that's part of this movie is that, like, no matter what, it's always going to, like, turn out fine. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Except in, the be- like. except in the beginning, when an earthquake happens, which levels all of Peru for some reason. Yeah. I don't know. I don't I didn't, know. I didn't get it. Peru isn't okay. Yeah. yeah I, I was like, this is not how earthquakes work. Yeah. Also, like, like, it looks like literally like, like a. would have been done so. Yeah. It didn't make a lot of sense that there's an earthquake and then when they when they come out, like every tree in the whole and all of the Peruvian forest is gone. And yeah. Dumbledore, that bear, dies. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And then elderly elderly bear is like, I'm gonna get you to London. And then she gets to London and she's like, He's like, Never mind, I'm leaving. 
Bye. But she's chilling, man. She's at the home for retired yeah, bears. Yeah, but also, okay, also at, at the same time, Paddington fought so hard to not go to London, and then all of a sudden, elderly bears like you should go, and he's like, "Why?" And she's like, "Because." Because he has to go. He, Why does he, he have to go? Because he can't go to the retired home for bears. Why not? Because that's that he's not retired yet. He needs to live his life. Listen, man, Baloo said it's the bear necessities. The Boom. Bear necessities. <laughs> These it's are not. Different let's types go to London, mate. You also have. A bear named Lucy and a bear named Pastuzo, but Paddington is just called. Yeah, yeah. Right. that was right, fucking right, stupid. Right. No, that doesn't make any sense. They don't get dumb. Maybe, maybe it's because he. Yeah, see, it's like even there. It might like be because like they yeah. they had him after the explorer met them, but then why yeah, wouldn't the they just name change the name? The yeah, like speaking bear, you know. And I mean, yeah, we are dissecting this movie too much. I, sure. And I, I know that I need to stop that. But it's no, just can hate on it. You'll just be wrong. I don't, and I don't, I don't. I need to clarify. I do really not hate this movie. Right? <laughs> exactly. I do not I'm hate this movie. I think the movie is just fine. Yeah. I do not think it is anything special. I do not think it is anything to kill another human being for. This is not a Popeyes chicken sandwich. This is no. this is like a this is like the Hardee's chicken You're sandwich. You're allowed to not like it, which Maybe. is which is worthy of killing it's another not human being. <laughs> Popeye's chicken sandwich. Yeah. Um, Someone did get shot for that, and I, it made sense. God if, if you killed it. somebody for Paddington, do you yeah. not remember that? Yeah. It was like during, like, right when the whole chicken sandwich war bullshit started, and somebody, like, they were out of chicken sandwiches at Popeye, and someone fucking shot somebody in a parking lot because they got the last one. That is. It wasn't even that good. Okay, fuck you. The chicken sandwich at Popeye's is so good. It is. It's all right. It's just not worth. No, that's not Paddington, good. pal. This is. <laughs> Damn, no. I mean, getting shot over, I don't know if it's that The yet. Popeye sandwich is is we Neon Genesis Evangelion, and Paddington is like the McDonald's crispy sandwich. It's yeah. good if you like, you absolutely have to, but it, it is like it not something spot, I would do. Though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like I've been to, like, we, we just got a Popeye's like less than a year ago, and I've never, I've gone to that Popeye's like twice, maybe. That Popeye's in particular is awful. Every time I go, it's- a bad location. Yeah. It's like in an annoying spot to get in and out of. And the one time I went there, and I ordered a chicken sandwich, and they were like, we're out of chicken sandwiches. And I was Wait, like, what? okay, sure. What Can I get show? chicken breasts? And like, we're out of chicken breasts. And I was like, what the fuck do you have? You were Popeye's. You yeah. like two things. Exactly. They had like chicken tenders. And so I ordered chicken tenders, and it took them 45 minutes to get my food. And when I, I, I was in the drive-thru, they told me to park. And I literally had to go inside and be like, hey, man, what the fuck? And they're like, oh, we totally forgot. We have chicken sandwiches now, by the way. So what literally, like, I was like, I get it. I would also come in here with a loaded gun. Like, if 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 this had happened to me. Yeah. I don't know. That might be just our Popeye's. Uh. I believe it, yeah. Cause, like, there's one by Molly's parents' house that I always go to, and they're always like, hi, welcome to Popeye's. How can I help you? Of course we have the chicken sandwich. Anything for you, sir? Thank you. Person. Anything for you, sir. <laughs> Thank you. This is how fucking fast food works. Yeah. You high school degen fuckface. But enough of that. Paddington. Just fine. Yeah. What are we giving Paddington? I'm going to oh, give it a solid three. Guys, I'm going to get rated way too high. I'm, I'm giving also, it a five. I'm also giving it a three. Come on, man. Uh, okay, I love so, this movie. So it's so incredible. Here, I'm, you guys can... I know I'm the weird one here. I'm not the weird one. Y'all are the weird ones here. <laughs> but you can... Technically, I mean, he's right. Score. I mean, 
I feel like uh, if you put it at 3.5, that'd be like, it would we'll just average it. I will say with, with all three of us, it does average out right at that average point of a, of a 3.8. Yeah. I said put it at 3.5. So mix us all together. People just will like, know. I love it. Yeah. Cause when you average it, it's, it's like 3.66666666. So yeah, three point three and a half stars on our letterbox. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> It's incredible. It's it's, fine. it's, it's fine. Yeah, it's it's I, I love live better. I remember when I watched <laughs> it and it was a good watch the first watch. I rewatched it and I was just like yeah, it's it's fine. It's yeah. it, it's a little bit too wholesome for me to like endorse it through and through. Yeah. I feel like if I had a kid I would probably watch this frequently. Would it would be it would be it would be a lot of other Yeah. I feel like this would be place. something like if my kid was like I love Paddington I'd be like my child loves cinema. Yeah, but I'd be like good. Hell Thank yeah. God. I I I as, as I say it a lot but as a 31-year-old childless man Paddington did not do it for me. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I mean it's I'm thankful that you love hey, it though, yeah. bro. It's a special. It, I, I always say this every time. It's a special thing whenever you give something a five. So for sure, I agree. Much. I give it out a lot, but yeah, I mean it every time. I really love that. There you go. Yeah. You really think about That's it. Like you give out, a, you give out a lot of five stars, but there's like tens upon thousands of movies, and you've yeah. probably only given like fifty five star reviews. So right. probably less than that. In the grand yeah. scheme, it feels a lot to you. It's a rarity. Yeah. yeah exactly. And you know, I just watch a lot of good movies. Exactly. Hundred percent, yeah. bro. Yeah. Hell yeah. What are we watching next week, Nick? All right. It's your call. All right. So for the shot, this one also kind of goes out to Joey. Oh, man. This has been on my watch list for a minute. Yes. It's a Jim Jarmusch movie. Oh. Oh, very excited. We are going to be watching for the shot. Ghost Dog, The Way of the, the Samurai. Of the yes. Okay. Oh, nice. man. I've been wanting to watch this for so long. And nice. then to chase it down, it literally, I had a totally different movie in mind, but he inspired me here. We are going to watch the original 1990 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles oh! live-action movie. Very excited. Dude, I'm so ready. That's going to be a great Cal double feature. Good. Dude, I'm so excited. I'm anticipating two fives for me, yeah, honestly. Yeah. I've never oh seen Ghost God. Dog. I've been wanting I to see it for a while. Dude, I watched it this year. I'm, I'm, I'm actually really excited for you guys to... I'm so excited. I think, Hell yeah. I, I think it's fun. I think it's so, fun so. I mean, the original TMNT, you just can't go wrong. That's a personal favorite of mine. One, I, When we were living at the apartment, Molly was like, oh, I've never seen it. And I was like, you gotta. Hell and yeah. we, we started at like 10 o'clock at night. And she fell asleep 30 minutes in. Oh. And I watched the whole thing. And the next day, I was like, you fell asleep. We're watching it again. Nice, and we watched yeah. it again. And I was like, she she stayed awake the whole time. That time, she's like, that was really good. I was like, this it's movie... So was great when I was a kid and as an adult it's still like it's, it's campiness is so fucking great I it's, love the suits too oh my god the it's score like, the also, fights isn't it the highest grossing indie movie of all time is it that can't be true I think I think it might be we'll have to do some research yeah, on that yeah, we'll have to, for we'll, the next we'll episode we'll confirm that or maybe it's in the top 10 now because there's been a lot of indie movies yeah, that have been released say. since it came out but pretty cool it's a pretty spectacular movie and I'm very excited to share my, my thoughts and opinions and hopefully get to see the new TMNT before yeah. Ooh, we do this episode. That'd be a good, that's a good goal. I honestly had no idea that the new one was out, so I'm, I'm pretty excited. But um, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, Matt, where can people find us on Letterboxd? On Letterboxd, you can find us under, under Shot and Chaser Pod. That's right. And if you want to follow us on X, yeah, you can find us at the Shot and the Chaser Podcast or at Shot Chaser Pod 22. Elon Musk, if you died, no one would miss you. If you want to find us on Instagram, you can find us at the Shot and the Chaser Pod. Um, we are definitely more active on the um, X 
<laughs> God, saying it doesn't even feel me, right. Know, it feels it, fucking awful. Yeah, on yeah. God it damn it. It feels like a porn site. Stupid South African fuckface. But until then, I'm Nick. I'm Matt. And I'm Joey. Thank you guys so much, and have a great night. Oh, watch this, mate. Oi, it's a Tuesday, love. Oh, marmalade, in it? Give me a big old marmalade sandwich. Mr. Brown.